It's time you have a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego spirit about you. Don't bow, don't bend, don't run, don't hide, don't be shameful. So I want to tell you the journey that we're going to go on today. Do you believe that God had an original intent? Not good enough. Do you believe? Don't let somebody else speak for you. Do you believe pastor's message that God had an original intent or a purpose? A purpose for the word, a purpose for sending Jesus, a purpose for you being here upon the earth, a purpose for this church. Do you believe that? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 1 and reading through verse 5. This is a passage that I think that each and every believer should dwell on, meditate on, speak, hold dear and precious to your heart each and every day. As the Apostle Paul said, and this is to the believers, the body of Christ, and I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech, are of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Wouldn't it be wonderful, believers, if each and every person that professes to be a believer or a Christian, wouldn't it be totally Can you even imagine how wonderful it would be if we all just focused on Jesus himself, his words, his actions, his deeds, what he accomplished when he was on the earth, what his purpose was to glorify God, to manifest the will, the plan, and the purpose for which God brought him to the earth. Did you know that's what we're supposed to be doing? Think of all that goes on around your environment or even in a body of believers. Think of words and actions and deeds that occur and ask yourself, is this truly glorifying God? To me, it's easy to see. It's like you may think you're going north and you're traveling south as fast as your vehicle or mode of transportation takes you. But that doesn't mean you're headed in the right direction. This word and this word only determines the path and the lane and the purpose for which you and I are here upon this earth. So verse 3, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. May no one desire to walk in man's wisdom, but God's wisdom. Not only that, he says, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Verse 5, he tells us the reason thereof, that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I stand before you this morning... 
to declare and to decree to you. Today, simply my message is that your faith is in the power of God. That you understand if you're born of the Spirit and filled with the Spirit, that power resides within your very innermost spirit. You have the Word of God that is forever settled and will change not. You have the name of Jesus. You have pastors that love you and want to steer with the Word of God, the path of your life, what God's plan for your life is, and that your focus be on nothing other than it would bring glory and honor to Him. I could literally, truthfully, have each and every one of you to stand up. But it's not necessary. I know the enemy. I know his ways. I know God first and foremost. And I know his character, his nature. I know that he's a God of love. I know that he is the only true and living God. And I know that he gave us the holy written word that is our guide, that is our road map, that is how he intends for us, as pastor said, we're supposed to be knowledgeable of him, of whom he is, who he is, what he has done, what his intent and purpose for this written word. The Logos, the written word, the rhema, the spoken word. What are we doing with this word? Are we so busy about the affairs of this life and this world that we don't give the focus and the time that's necessary to understand what's in this word? There shouldn't be a poor Christian on the earth. There shouldn't be lack in any believer's life. There shouldn't be any ugliness in a believer's life. There shouldn't be unkindness, unthankfulness. Pastor recently taught a message uh, some months ago, and I believe it's up online, just simply says, be thankful. But we can't be thankful people that are children of God Because we're always trying to get something else. We have it all. Everything that we have need of in this life. Here's my GPS. So how much do you love humanity? That if your path crosses someone and you hear Words come out of their mouth, and you know that their destination is not the destination where they should be headed. Do you just turn your head? That's their problem. I'm cool. My G, G what? God, let me make that, let me, GP, God's path, what? What's the last word? S, okay, let's, let's come up with God's GPS. God's path, God's plan, help me, is safe. 
God's path, God's plan, safe. Right here. Right here. I don't think a single person ought to die with cancer. I don't think a single person ought to die with heart disease. I don't think a single person ought to die with diabetes. I don't think people should have diabetes that are in the family of God. God doesn't give out tumors. God does not give out tumors. If God doesn't give it, why do we accept it? Come on, church. Come on, think about it. And he's given us the most simplest plan. If the enemy tries to get us to accept a tumor. If the enemy tries to get us to accept diabetes. Accept, I don't even know these diseases. (laughs) I don't know my own body, to be honest with you. I really don't. I don't study my body. I take care of my body. I work at it. You think I enjoy... uh, I know what they are. Squats. Who likes to enjoy... Who enjoys squats? If you don't care for your body, who is going to? If you don't love the fact that God had a purpose for bringing you here and to know what that purpose is. And you're not going to be healthy carrying extra weight around. Neither would you be healthy being underweight. Two lanes, one's over, one's under. It's all right to have a delicious peach cake. I've asked for the recipe, but we don't have cake or pie. I wished I could say we don't have cookies in the house. You have no idea how many bags of cookies have left our house unopened. But you know what? I tell him, that's your body. If you want to feed your body sugar, 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 and then Walk like this because it's a quick high and it's not properly giving your body what you have need of. Get you a glass of wheatgrass, aloe vera, lemon juice, vinegar, water, just water, just lemon and water. Get the soda pops out of your house, church. Get the poison out of your house. But if you don't love yourself enough to know in moderation, in moderation, in moderation, what does that mean? I cannot see God or Jesus sitting and just eating junk stuff. Can you? Come on, y'all, talk to me. I'm giving you an opportunity to engage. What is the point 
that Pastor Cheryl's trying to make. Take care of your body. If the doctor says tumor on the brain, you better love God enough, love the Word enough, Trust the Holy Ghost that lives in you. Trust that that word is forever settled. Trust that 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 you speak will not return void. He said, whatever you release, words you release out of your mouth, that's all he can watch. Heaven cannot back up, I have a tumor. Come on, church. Heaven can't back up, I have diabetes. Heaven can't back up, I have arthritis. Heaven can't back up any of the works of darkness. Heaven can only keep it from setting up housekeeping in your body when heaven hears you quoting the holy written word of God just like Jesus did. It is written. It is written. It is written. And I'm going to give you passages now that determine the simplicity of what we're supposed to do. And I'm not going to read them all. It is uh, faith says, whoever's up there working PowerPoint, faith says, I'm not even going to read the entire passage. I have, I have 66 pages of notes from Genesis to Revelation on faith says. I want you to get the revelation that the power of God is made available for you. Health, healing, wholeness, safety, soundness of mind, prosperity. Everything that you try to get, you already have it. It is yours. Faith says, number one, There's 11 times in Genesis chapter 1. I'm not going to go 66 pages. I'll go far enough that you'll get the concept though. Numbers 13 and 14, there were 12 spies. 10 saw negative, 2 were positive. Joshua 1, 8, God God said to Joshua, Joshua 6, the fall of Jericho by shout. 1 Samuel, Goliath said, 17. 1 Samuel 17, David said. 1 Samuel, I'm going to go on past Samuel. Proverbs 6, 2, words of our mouth. Proverbs 8, 7, our mouth shall speak truth. Proverbs 10, 11, words of life. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in our words. Daniel 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's time you have a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego spirit about you. Don't bow, don't bend, don't run, don't hide, don't be shameful. Matthew 12, 37, words justify or condemn. Matthew 15, what comes out of the mouth defiles a man. Mark 5, a certain woman said, what did she say, church? If, if I can touch his garment. And you sense the power of God in this place. You watch it demonstrate time and time again, just vibrating. You yourself have vibrated under the power of God, your physical being. Mark 5, Jesus said. Mark 11, Jesus said. Uh, Romans 12, 3, God's dealt to every man the measure of faith. What are you doing with it, church? What are you doing with it? You are required to do something about the spirit of faith. 
Only you can do that. Only you can develop that in your life. I stand here before you till the sun sets and comes up and sets for a month upon month upon month. But if you don't get the revelation today, it's not well enough for me to attend grace and just hear Pastor Philip and Pastor Cheryl. I have got to have ownership into this Bible that I believe is God speaking to me and God has given me instructions on how to live a successful life. How to stop what's not God. How to release what is God. How to receive what is God. How to say no to the wrong spirit. Only you can do that. 